Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namar. We're speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. Welcome, everyone. This is episode five of What You Should Know Before the Big 30. This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. Okay, so this episode is all about the power of socializing. And socializing is in everything you do. So, Mercy? Absolutely. So, welcome back, everybody. This is for all you social butterflies and for those of you that are introverts. Um, I'm going to start this with some research I found uh, from the Mayo Clinic. Uh, This was printed back on April of 2019. And it's the benefits of being socially connected. I think this is huge. So let's see, hanging out with family and friends not only can be fun, but research also shows it benefits your mental and physical health. Dr. Craig Sawshuk, a Mayo Clinic psychologist, agrees that socializing is key to good health. Socializing is basically good for your mind and body. We are all social animals by nature. So we tend to function better when we're in community and being around others. That people who spend a lot of time alone, such as the elderly or new moms, may have an increased, increased risk of depression and lower quality of life. You don't have to be super social to benefit from connecting with others. Just being able to shoot the breeze, you know, about certain things can be very, very positive type of thing. Socializing not only staves off feelings of loneliness, but it also helps sharpen memory memory and cognitive skills, increases your sense of happiness and well-being, and may even help you live longer. In person is best, but connecting via technology also works. So what are some of the health benefits of social interaction? So... The Mercy Care Business Health Solutions printed, uh, yeah, had this article out, which I thought was extremely interesting. So just want everybody to know, I would be one of those social butterflies. And I had a lot to say, but I really wanted this to be research-based. So I did a lot of research. And out of all of the research, this is what I came up with. So one of the articles I thought was really interesting was, again, by Mercy Care Business Health Solutions. Spending quality time with friends or loved ones can just feel good for the soul. Ever left a gathering with friends and felt refreshed and jovial? Time spent with those that you trust and care about is good for you. It's good for them. It's good for everyone. Too much time on your own can make you feel lonely and out of touch. So it's important to make an effort to spend time with others. Some of of the benefits of socialization are better mental health. It can lighten your mood and make you feel happier. Lower risk of dementia. Social interaction is good for your brain health. It also promotes a sense of safety, belonging, and security. And it allows you to confide in others and let them confide in you. 
So I thought this was pretty powerful because I would just say it's just awesome to be surrounded by others, you know, whether you're with other couples or with girlfriends or with coworkers um, or family gatherings. There's just always so much joy you can get from different communities and different groups. In-person connections, social networks and online interactions may give people a false sense of connectedness. We still need physical in-person connections for our own mental health. Schedule time with friends in person on regular basis to avoid loneliness. It doesn't have to be a full night out. It could be a 15-minute walk with a neighbor or a meetup for a quick coffee. And those uh, belly-to-belly meetings that you have or, or in person, you know, just having a drink can be so relaxing and so fun and it can bring up so many great things. And you, you know, I, I know me personally, when I have, I go out and I have drinks, let's say with Juan and we're talking about queen bees. Well, we can brainstorm over a couple of drinks and laughter is incredible and things we couldn't do if we had 15 zoom meetings. It's just that person to person connection is always just so impactful. Oh, heck yeah. And you know what you brought up um, dementia. So you, you, you were talking about a study from Mayo Clinic from 2019. I also pulled up another study from Mayo Clinic from 2017, and it specifically talks about dementia and how older people, if they don't have this interaction, it will affect their brains and really deteriorate somebody. So, I mean, rather than the social stuff and feeling good and fun, I mean, it's going to help you stave off these, um, these things that happen to your brain as you get older. Oh my God, Priya, absolutely. And I'll I'll tell you right now that touches home because I lost my dad and I completely swear to you that it had to do with loneliness. When dad was in a home that we had to put him in, unfortunately, towards the end of his life, um, he was diagnosed with COVID. COVID had Mm -hmm. just started and he was diagnosed with COVID three times in a row. Over it, and like by the next day, he had it again. And then after he tested positive twice, I'm sorry, negative twice, he got it again because they had to routinely test it. Yeah, and there was no nobody could go in, and the the nurses had like hazmat suits. It, It was just like living in a different world at a different time, and they would Facetime me every single day so I could see him, and he would tell me, "Why are you doing this to me? What did I do to deserve this?" Why am I so alone? So my dad was the oldest of 13 siblings. Dang. So he came from a big family with a lot of energy, a lot of interaction, Hispanic, a lot of partying, a lot of, you know, there, there was always a lot of movement. Yeah. So this was new to him. And he lived in a community where he played dominoes with all his neighbors every single day, morning, day and night, or they gathered in the hallways or sat up front and had cigars and just were on rocking chairs. His life went from community to loneliness and he deteriorated to the point that all his organs started just shutting down, shutting down little by little by little. And I swear to you, it was all loneliness due to COVID and he couldn't understand it anymore. I kept telling him, dad, I know you have the new song. I know you can see this is global. This is actually happening. This is not personal. I wish I were there. All of my siblings wish they were there. Your family in Puerto Rico wish they could come and visit you, but everybody's locked down, everybody. So it's not just you. And he would tell me, yes, it is me because you have your family in your house. Mm. 
and your siblings have their families in their house. I have nobody here. He goes, it's me, the four walls, the pain that's always with me. And these nurses that look like um, monsters, he would tell me. So he was so angry. And it shows you that it, it literally killed him to take him out of a normal community setting surrounded by others and being alone, which is, I guess, why solitary is such a big punishment to humans because the connection is so important. So, okay. Yeah, me, wow. I know that was deep. So mm-hmm. let me move forward. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. So going back to this article, it says your circle, your default peer group is at work and relationships at work are important, but relationship, that's my dog scratching. I'm sorry. You hear all the little bells. Okay, she's done. Okay. Your default peer group is at work and relationships at work are important, but relationships outside of work are important too. Relationships with neighbors, the parents of your kids, friends, or others that share common interests with you are good for your well-being. Take a second to evaluate the people you spend time with and look for ways to branch out of that circle and go beyond it. Go beyond colleagues. Number one, maintain your existing connections. Before you attempt to make new friends, it is important to shore up the friendships you already have. Number two, get over your nerves. Number three, be helpful. Number four, Find a peer support group. Number five, hit the apps. Go outside. Rediscover flirting. Join an online book group. By the way, I didn't add the online book group. I was there. But yes, join an online (laughs) book club. Um, club. (laughs) Yes. So have you ever been in a crowded room and still feel lonely? The truth is you can feel lonely anywhere anytime, no matter how many people are physically around you. But if you're sick of feeling solo and are keen to get connected, we put together a guide to help you make that happen. So reachout.com is where I got some of this information. And I think um, you can visit their website and get a lot of great uh, tips. But here are some of the things I felt were important to share from there. Start with small talk. Sometimes we don't know where to start, right? To, to reach out to people it feels awkward or it feels weird and maybe you're in a new town. But it says start with small talk. Small talk gets a bad rap, but it's actually a big part of helping break the ice. Try just asking the checkout person in the supermarket how their day was going or by sending a text to a friend. Yep, it may feel super awkward at first, but these small interactions can help you feel more comfortable in social situations. Hang out with like-minded people. What are you into? Are you into video games, music, books? Join clubs that are part of what you're interested in. It's an awesome way to connect with like-minded people. Also, check on your school, university, or local community centers to see if they run groups that you might have a vibe on. Another option is meetup. Meetup brings people together who enjoy similar things or activities, whether it be fitness, photography, tech, or well, pretty much anything. Do it through Meetup. It's I've used free. Meetup. I've used. I did yeah. Meetup once a long time ago, and it was a tech group when I was um, doing Mom's Pump here. 
And I felt so awkward. I'm like, oh, everybody was younger than me. It felt like everybody was younger than me. <laughs> and they were more there to like, you know, I was there for business reasons, but it felt like it more of it was a social anyway, but it was, yeah. it was that's exactly what it is. It's a social yeah. platform. Yeah. So also it talks about getting active. So number three is about getting active. So, okay. So you exercise and exercise is great for keeping you well and less stressed, but have you thought about a way to meet new people while you're exercising? That's a great one. If you're not already a foodie, if you're not already a foodie legend, she's fighting with herself. If you're not already a foodie legend or find a basketball court, that's totally fine. There are lots of exercise groups and social sport leagues, which are aimed for beginners. So definitely there's always a place for you. It's just finding it. You may not be able to join an exercise or sports group at the moment but you can definitely start researching by doing Google searches or sending um, organizers different emails. If there are people in your life you want to get to know better, going for a walk or run with them might be a great no pressure way of connecting with them. If you don't find that that's a way that you might be able to connect, then jump online. Whether you're playing with someone, one of your favorite games or simply connecting in forums with like-minded people, Chatting online is a great way to battle loneliness. Mm -hmm. You can take a leap from the comfort of your own computer while working on skills that will help you feel less lonely in the long run. Yeah, like Facebook groups are really popular for older people. Yeah, absolutely. um, Yep. And and even so I go to the gym and I tell Wade all the time, I go to to socialize because we see the same people. We have fun with them. We talk, you know, we joke around. And it sounds really mean, but we talk about other people. So we gossip. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad that you said that mm-hmm. because gossip, which is a negative, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's a negative word. It's a negative word. But it's part yeah. of the human, the human mind. It is yeah. part of socializing. It yep. many times takes for there to be a gossip for there to actually be a friendship mm. that makes any sense yes yeah so i agree is it, it's part of community it just happens it's like that telephone thing and it's not necessarily that it was meant in a bad way it's just a, a way of communicating so if i'm telling you about mary jane and that mary jane went and bought the shoes after she said that she was broke but then she bought the shoes I'm having a conversation with you. I'm socializing with you and I'm connecting with you. So that could be called gossip, mm. right? Because we're yep. talking about Mary Jane. Yep. Truly, we are having a conversation. We are connecting. We are, right? So it could be so many different ways, but it goes back to, it's just, it's how it's always been. It's well, I think, I, I think that goes back. To, so one of, the, one of the things I discovered in this research was shared knowledge. So when you're gossiping, you're sharing knowledge. <laughs> you're sharing the tea, like you're oh, sharing absolutely. what you heard and you're finding things in common about each other. If you're just building a new relationship. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I remember my grandmother when I was a little girl, um, again, it was my, my dad's mom and she had 13 kids. Mm-hmm. So they would come to her like to, to tell her something. Oh, did you hear about this? Or did you hear about that? 
my grandmother would always say, I don't like gossip. I don't support gossip, but it does entertain me. Go on. <laughs> she wanted to hear it. And I always thought, well, she's so funny, but uh-huh. yeah, she wanted to hear it. She wasn't going to feed into it, but she wants to know what's happening. Everybody wants to know what's happening, right? Exactly. Yeah. Included into your group. So, mm-hmm. all right. So we spoke about um, going online. I think one of the ways that uh, you and I um, continue to have a community with our nonprofit was the fact that through the Queen Bees, we had so many different um, ways of communicating with our Queen Bees. So at one point we were communicating with Queen Bees that were in New York, that were in Tennessee and they were in Miami and we were having our impact series we were having uh, coffee and conversation sessions. We were having, well, we still have the book club. The book mm-hmm. club is going on two years now. Yep. Had, and, um, and, and the book club is probably like maybe 40% book and 60% gossip. Well, 100% true. <laughs> 100% true. And yeah. we are usually so excited to see each other during book club. Huh. that we have to remind ourselves halfway through, hey, hey, let's talk about the book. Because it's like, well, how have you been? How's your baby? How's this? And how's that? And did you quit the job? Did you get the raise? And, you know, it, you socialize. Yeah. And so it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we had also story time, which was so awesome because we got to connect with kids and it kind of takes us back to our roots and why we started the organization. And the kids gossip. They're like, the Miss Hernandez, Miss Hernandez, uh-huh. Miss Bell, uh-huh. like blah, blah, yeah. blah. What are you yeah. doing? Little Joe didn't show up because he said he was going to play basketball instead of yeah. being here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So those are great things. Here's yeah. number five of, the, of what they're suggesting. Give yes a go. Mm. Sometimes when you're in a loneliness spiral, you might start turning down opportunities to hang out without even realizing it. You might have even had thoughts like, ah, that wouldn't be for me, or they don't actually want me to come to that. But if you give it a yes, you give it a go, you might find yourself enjoying things a lot more than you'd originally think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a book by Shonda Rhimes called The Power of Yes. I love that. For you. Yeah. Yes. She's yeah. so amazing. Um, and it talks all about just diving into, into things. I mean, obviously you got to weigh like the pros and cons of things, but just like saying yes to opportunities and yeah. to building relationships and, and those, and saying yes will materialize things like new mm-hmm. partnerships or referrals, or maybe a new client. If you go in the business route or a new buddy to go running with, like there going to be new opportunities. Out of that comfort zone. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Number six here is back yourself to number six is back yourself to fly solo. Don't feel comfortable asking someone out. Don't feel comfortable asking someone out for a hand. That's cool. Grab a good book or even just a Reddit feed and find a comfy spot to sit. There's value in spending time on your own as well as trying to meet people. You might find you enjoy your own company more than you think. Grab that book and your special place and enjoy your time. Mm-hmm. Like if you're sitting in Starbucks and you're just reading a book, you're around people, right? Or in the library or in the park, you know, you're just around people. And it, yeah, instead of and it, being alone. Yeah, instead of being alone. And it, 
And it might even might even increase your confidence. So even if you're not talking to talking directly to someone, just interacting with people on some level, and being in the, those social situations when you're by yourself, uh, quote unquote, by yourself, you're yeah, you're hanging out. With yeah, yourself. it helps increase your confidence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sit with the feeling of loneliness. So it might feel weird to let yourself experience the feeling of loneliness when all you want to do is get rid of it. But denying your feelings and telling yourself to get over it can make you feel even worse. When you work on accepting your feelings, you can start to feel a bit better. You can do this by validating the emotion. For example, telling yourself, I'm feeling lonely and it's okay I feel this way. Or everyone feels this way sometimes. And then talking to yourself into talking to a friend. And then you say, I'm sorry you feel this way, but it will pass. Mm. So really speaking to yourself and then finding a friend to talk. Yeah. Number eight is write it down. This Mm. is a big one. Writing is a great way to battle loneliness as it helps you to process your emotions and get a clearer idea on where your head is at. So whether it's scribbling thoughts in a notebook, jotting down lyrics, or collecting what's on your mind on your mind and downloading it to word doc writing is a useful way to deal with feelings of isolation you could try a journaling app and there's one that they recommend which is called day one so mm. maybe we could give that a shot yeah number nine is hang out with some non-humans i think i like this one a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's in plants <laughs> yeah so which happens okay. to be like one of our highest listened to right all-time episode it was Mm -hmm. so good too and fun to make animals are great animals are great at making us feel connected and cared for pets especially dogs and cats can reduce stress anxiety depression and ease loneliness if you're not ready for the responsibility of owning a pet you could always get into pet minding Hmm. Ask your neighbors and friends if they have a dog you could take for a walk occasionally or a cat that could come over and visit you. If all else fails, head to a dog park. Added bonus, everyone loves animals. So hanging out with a pet is a guaranteed way to meet new people. There mm-hmm. is no doubt about that. Let me tell you, Priya, that my little puppy Bentley has more friends than Billy and I do in our neighborhood. <laughs> there are dogs that actually come and wait for us to be outside. They'll knock on our door. Um, Bo would like to play with Bentley. Oh uh, my God, that's so funny. Like we're busy, but okay. So we'll take Bentley to play. And her best, best friend is Chloe, who's a little Yorkie that lives across the street. Oh. So sure enough, every time I take Bentley out, she, she wants to run to play with Chloe. Oh my God, so that's so funny. dogs look forward to. Yeah, well, that's the pack mentality. They're so used to being in a pack in the social situations. Yes. Yeah, so that they is love it so and funny. It. But you know, walking a dog is also good for your dating life. So if you go to the dog that's park, right. you might that's meet somebody right. that has another dog and you're sharing knowledge, you know? Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and they're so cute and cuddly to, to just mm. cuddle with if you're watching a movie or reading a book. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This one also talks about doing some volunteering. When you're Mm -hmm. feeling isolated, volunteering helps to get you out into the world and connects you with the community around you. 
There are stacks of charities that need volunteers. If you ever need to figure it out, just go to govolunteers.com. Or the edge.com. Or the edge helps. Number 11, get some support if you need it. If you've tried a couple of these steps and are still feeling lonely, don't be afraid to seek professional help. If you need it, your GP can help you set up with a mental health plan that will help you access counseling or visit psychologists. It's okay to get the support you need. And that is huge. We've talked about mental health over and over again. There is so many ways that you can get help out there. Um, really just put it on Google and you see all the different resources that are out there right now. They even have um, free sites where you can speak to somebody. If you're looking, if you're female and you're looking for an organization to be a part of, you want to be part of our book club or you want to be part of everything that the Queen Bees are doing, please contact us. We will guide you. It's the organization that we started back in 2007. And what we do is unite women to socialize and gather while all the funding that they raise goes directly to help children. So a great example of that was Thursday. Um, oh, geez. I Galentine's know. Day. Yeah, we had Galentine's Day. And during Galentine's Day, we went to a really fun and trendy uh, bar and restaurant. Everybody paid, I think it was like 15 or $20. The money went to the children because the restaurant took care of the drinks and the appetizers. And it was a great way of socializing. It was a really last minute thing. We spoke about it maybe, I don't know, couple of weeks before it actually happened. And we had about 80 ladies that showed up from all walks of life. And it was just wonderful. It was a great way. You know, you always find you're meeting new people. You never know who you don't know. So, you know, you have us, you have the Queen Bees. There are so many different organizations out there. There's book clubs. I, we'd love for you to join ours. Priya and I are there every single time. But if not, you know, go to your local bookstore and see where they gather. Find other people that maybe might be picking books from the same section that you like your books from. Um, and Facebook is an excellent resource to finding community. It, it has different ways that you can find different interests of individuals. And if you're mm -hmm. into butterflies, there's also another million people out that they're into butterflies. <laughs> so yep. you know, that's another resource. So there are resources out there understand that it is very powerful and good for your health to be socializing with others that loneliness is no bueno yep i do so, i do want to plug one last thing in, in there okay. that, that is a huge thing that both you and i know a lot about and that is networking um i'm not a, as big of a fan of networking as i used to be but there are so many uh benefits to it and it really goes back to it's who you know not what you know um, but you know, it raises your profile and helps you to be visible and get noticed, um, in big ways. So if you're attending events, you're socializing online, um, and you want to really raise your reputation and, uh, you know, get people to build relationships with you so you can, um, market your business or push your product or just elevate yourself. So you're, you're, you have more opportunities to make money. Um, networking can be a really, really important tool. Um, so yeah, you know, 
socializing has all these amazing benefits. And in addition to the business setting, I do want to, I do want to like plug one little thing. (laughs) We're talking about socializing and networking. Um, My niece is, and uh, this is from a business standpoint. So my niece is living in, in um, Hollywood right now. She just moved out there last year uh, to pursue her, her acting career. And she's gone to school. She's done all the right things to get there so she can have, so she can be elevated, um, have those connections, um, get an agent, manager, all that stuff to promote herself. Um, But we were even talking about nepotism. So in a lot of situations, you know, we're talking about loneliness, but there's another side of the coin where it's like too familiar, you know, and there's nepotism also involved in socializing and networking and how even in the acting industry, and I'm sure everybody knows this, you know, the acting industry, there's a lot of nepotism. Um, so it's really who you know and not what you know. So I, you could be working your ass off, you know, trying to get those commercials, but you're not getting ahead, but your friend just got ahead because her aunt knew this director who was working on this production and got the spot, even though they're not as um, as good of an actor as you are. There's so much nepotism in it. And that really happens in so many different ways, like it, in so many different businesses. And yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's it, it, and I understand. And it's so funny because, you know, um, recently I, I applied for this thing um, for a directing thing and I haven't heard back. So I'm assuming I didn't get it, but Kim, mm-hmm. my, my niece's whole thought was like, okay, if you get into this as a director, you can hire me. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Because it's who, it's you nature. know, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, human nature. it's who, you know, and I would totally hire her. I'd be like, yes, yes. Yes, absolutely. It's just um, it's human nature. I agree. Mm-hmm. But there's so many benefits and I guess negative pieces to networking. Um, but yeah, it's all about the human experience. You're not living if you're not socializing. You know, you can't really like, how are you really enjoying your life? Um, if you're not, and if you're having a hard time right now and you're feeling depressed and you're really feeling like cornered and shut in and you you just need to break out of it. The best way to do that is to go socialize and just walk to the park, go to Starbucks, go to the library. That was and no, you're not alone. There's so yeah. many other people in the same boat. So yep. many other people that want to meet other people. Exactly. Especially after this last two years we've had with mm. the pandemic, forget it. You know, people feel shut in. They need to go out and socialize, you know? Yeah. And a simple so hello can make a big difference. Exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been a great conversation. Make sure you click on the next episode where we're talking about knowing and listening to your body. Yep. So this is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. Thanks, everyone.